I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. Greetings and welcome to Thoughts from Meharry Head, the weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 51 of Thoughts from Meharry Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to talk about the bipartisan attack on the Constitution. So as I was getting ready to record this episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head, a big thunderstorm started rolling in, and it's now like almost as dark as night. So if you hear any rumbling in the background, it's probably thunder, and hopefully I won't lose power or anything. But wanted to go ahead and try to get this episode in the can, so I'm just going to cross my fingers and plunge forward. Before I get going, I just want to mention that this weekend marks the 10th anniversary for the 10th Amendment Center. And uh, we're really, really excited about celebrating our 10th birthday and looking back over the last 10 years and at all of the things that we've accomplished and just how far our efforts to push back against the federal government and, and put it back within the constitutional constraints it was intended to exist in in the first place. So I just want to thank Michael Bolden, the founder of the 10th Amendment Center, for letting me be a part of his work and for all of his tireless efforts in the name of liberty and the Constitution. So, you know, people complain about congressional gridlock all the time. and Personally, I think it's great. I mean, if there's gridlock, that means they're not screwing up anything, right? It's like this silly sit-in the Democrats did uh, this week to protest the Republicans blocking their gun control measures. I, mean, I don't know if you guys saw the pictures of it, but they looked really silly sitting around on the floor doing nothing. Some people were complaining about it. Oh, they're just sitting there doing nothing. I said, well, good. I mean, it's good they're not doing anything. That's what we want. But you know, the truth is there's actually a lot of bipartisan agreement when it comes to you know killing people in pointless wars or uh, violating our basic rights. In fact, there's virtually bipartisan unanimity when it comes to ignoring the limits on government power that were written into the Constitution. Democrats and Republicans are equal opportunity shredders of the Constitution. And granted, they go about it different ways, you know. The, the right likes to shred certain parts of the Constitution, and the left, they pick other parts. But, you know, it's, it's the same net effect. It's, it's like a coin with two different sides. You know, they, they look different on each side, but in reality, it's the same coin. That's, that's the way I look at the Democrats and Republicans when it comes to the Constitution. We've seen this in vivid fashion in the wake of the horrible mass shooting in Orlando. 
as I put it on a short post I did on my website, michaelmeharry.com, I've got gun grabbers on the left of me, and I've got voyeurs on the right. Yeah, I've got the, the Republicans that want to, you know, they want to spy on me. They're going to use this attack as an excuse to expand the surveillance state. And then on the left, I've got the gun grabbers who want to, uh, you know, have more gun control. Some people are going to protest at me using the term gun grabbers. And I think I mentioned this on the podcast last week and I talked specifically about guns, but I'm really comfortable in using that. In fact, today I saw some guy that said, I don't think anybody should have guns. And, you know, it's hard for me to really take seriously this, oh, we just want common sense gun control. No, you, you want to take away guns. That's that's what you are. So I'm going to call you gun grabbers, and if it bothers you, well, I don't care. So we've got this uh, this bipartisan attack on the Constitution, but they're just coming at it from different directions. It's like a, uh, it's like a two-pronged attack, I guess. Uh, and, and it's funny because they're both playing from the exact same playbook. You know, they use fear to get laws passed that would never pass under normal circumstances. One of my favorite rock and roll bands, or at least it was in, in high school, is Rush. And uh, they had a, a, a song on their Signals album called The Weapon. And some of the lyrics go like this. With an iron fist and a velvet glove, we are sheltered under the gun. In the glory game on the power train, thy kingdoms will be done. And the things that we fear are a weapon to be held against us. And boy, politicians understand that. It's like uh, Rahm Emanuel said you know, many years ago, famously, never let a crisis go to waste. And boy, the Republicans and Democrats both have certainly seized on the opportunity afforded to it by this horrible Orlando shooting. I actually heard about the shooting tragedy because I saw somebody post something about gun control. Uh, like I hadn't seen any news about the shooting. I saw somebody posting something that we need more gun control. And that's how I found out about the uh, tragedy in Orlando. That's how fast the gun grabbers jumped on things. And the law du jour is this stupid no-fly list thing. You know, they basically want to uh, deny people the right to keep, to get a gun if they're on the no-fly terror list. And I worked in the airline industry for about five years in the wake of 9-11, and I can tell you that virtually everything that's done in the name of airline security is security theater. And the no-fly list is a joke. I mean, I would see people on probably at least once a month that would pop up on this no-fly list for really no reason at all. It was a mistake or a name confusion, and yet they want to use this list to deny people the right to buy a firearm. They want to use a list that's created by the government to deny people the basic right uh, that's supposed to be protected by the Second Amendment. You know, it used to be that the uh, the Democrats would say that things like the no-fly list were these Orwellian uh, Orwellian policies created by George Bush. You know, it was awful. But now that they're in charge, you know, we're going to use this same stupid list to deny people their gun rights. And not to be outdone, we've got the Republicans. They're working to pass two horrible amendments to two bills that will strip away more of your privacy rights. Basically, what they want to do is shoot up Big Brother with steroids. The first of these was actually an amendment to the National Defense Authorization Act that was blocked that would have increased privacy protections. It would have barred the government from forcing companies to weaken encryption for the sake of law enforcement. In other words, it would have 
kept the FBI or the CIA from going to Apple and forcing them to uh, build a back door around the encryption in their iPhone. I kind of compare it to this, like, like if the police got a warrant to get into a house and it went to a lock company and forced it to make a key that would let them into that house and every other house. That's kind of what uh, this amendment would have protected against, but uh, that was shot down. And then we've got this amendment to an appropriations bill, courtesy of our good friend John McCain, that would basically expand the FBI's use of national security letters. These are basically warrants that the FBI writes for themselves with no judicial oversight uh, so they can gather certain types of information. And if this amendment passes, they will then be able to use these national security letters to gather email metadata and some of your browsing history. So, Basically, what we've got here is we've got these guys and gals on the right who are using fear to violate the Fourth Amendment in the name of safety. And on the left, we've got these guys and gals who are using fear to violate the Second Amendment in the name of safety. So basically, these people sound exactly the same. They're doing exactly the same thing. So if you're on the right and you're angry at the Democrats for violating the Second Amendment in the name of safety, just remember that when you start cheerleading the Republicans and all of their stupid security state stuff in the name of protecting us from the terrorists. And by the same tokens, you Democrats that are appalled that the Republicans would exploit a tragedy like this to expand the surveillance state, just remember that when you start trying to violate the Second Amendment. Y'all sound exactly the same. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from Mary Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I really appreciate you listening. If you enjoyed the show, please do me a favor and spread the word. And make sure you send me any thoughts or ideas to michael.mahari at 10thamendmentcenter.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast for free over at iTunes. Thanks again. And I'll talk to you next week.